and welcome to the Keep It Local Maine podcast, where we tell the stories of local business owners and Maine residents and learn more about what they do, who and what inspires them, their challenges, successes, and more. My name is Todd Regalinski. And I am Kimberly Regalinski. And we are the publishers of Keep It Local Maine, a local magazine that helps showcase local businesses to the people in and around their communities. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast that you can subscribe to on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can learn more about us at keepitlocalmaine.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram through the links in the show notes. This episode is sponsored by Fabian Oil, a family-owned and operated business that offers heating oil and propane delivery services and repairs. Fabian has been serving Central and Northern Maine with propane and oil for over 30 years. As a local Maine business, they cherish the relationships they have formed by serving the people of their communities. In 2019, Fabian entered the Southern Maine region with a heating oil acquisition, and they have recently brought propane to the market. They are aggressive and would love to be your supplier. Give them a call at 207-793-2044 or visit fabianoil.com. In this episode, we'll be talking with Tiffany Alvarado McKenna from Great East Butcher Company in Scarborough. Tiffany has always dreamed of having a shop that sold locally made food and local meat. She's excited to be the new owner of the Great East Butcher Company. A graduate of Colgate University, she spent the first 13 years of her professional career in New York City working in publicity for publishing, and her last job was the director of publicity for Thames and Hudson Publishing House. She is passionate about giving back to her community and serves on the board of Woodford's Family Services and the Marsha Brady Tucker Foundation, and is a proud member of the Portland Business Builders BNI Group. She's a volunteer striders running coach in Falmouth and volunteers teaching financial literacy with the junior achievement. Her best accomplishment in life is being a mom to Tucker and Missy. She lives in Falmouth with her husband Rob, kids, and two beautiful Maine coon cats named Dexter and Deb. Welcome to the show, Tiffany. We're so glad that you're here today. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. I'm excited to talk to you because, you know, what you do is um, pretty unique. You don't often find, I, you don't really find a lot of women in this profession. So I want to I want to dig in and how did you become a female butcher? And, and more so, how did you come to own Great East Butcher? So I lived in New York City for 14 years and moving to Maine, I really missed the small bodegas, these little grocery stores that had everything you needed and had really good quality foods, great sandwiches, mm-hmm. good prepared foods. And so I was looking to open up something like that. And mm-hmm. this butcher shop, the Great East Butcher Company, was one I visited all the time. I used to go on Sundays after church and then it went on the market. And I had already had a business plan to do a bodega type business that served all local foods and local Mm -hmm. um, vendors. And uh, I thought, wow, this would be a really great way to do that because it goes even bigger because I could go local with the meat as well. Mm -hmm. Um, The previous owner didn't do all local meat and I thought I could really make an impact. So when I took over, I started sourcing my meets all locally. So it's all small farms, mostly mm-hmm. Maine and all within a hundred miles. Everything mm-hmm. is antibiotic and hormone free. And mm-hmm. for the things that I carry in the store, I really wanted to focus on things made in Maine and things made by small companies. So mm-hmm. the beer, we have a huge selection of local craft beer from Maine, everything from like the salsas and the cheeses and the barbecue sauces, I try to get 
the best of the best of Maine. So I kind of think of myself as a curator of Mm -hmm. great food made in our wonderful state. That's so cool. And so your background, like, like you, you had never done this before. Um, this wasn't something that was, it was foreign to you, obviously, but you came from corporate. I did. I was actually in publishing for Mm -hmm. 14 years in New York city. I was the director of publicity at a publishing house called Thames and Hudson, which does beautiful coffee table books. And, Mm -hmm. um, I've always loved to entertain, I've mm-hmm. loved to throw events. I've loved to entertain in my home. When I moved to Maine, I bought a big house because I wanted to have everybody come visit me. And mm-hmm. I feel like this business is part of that because mm. food and drinks are a big part of entertaining and making a memory, whether it's with mm. just your family or your friends or you know, after COVID, being able to have people into your home. So my store actually shows a bit of that because it's not just food. It also has what I call my celebration station. I have funny cocktail napkins and, Mm -hmm. and stuff to go with all the different holidays. Right now I've got a bunch of great Easter stuff and then I'll be doing Mother's Day and Father's Day. And I love celebrating. I love birthdays. I have great stuff for birthday stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I, I kind of... I'm trying to create that experience, this one yes. shop that you could come yeah. in and get an amazing piece of meat that is mm-hmm. from a local farm. You could get sides that are made in-house. You could get great local wine and local beer. And, and you can get little gifts and things that will make a night memorable, whether it's funny candles or cocktail napkins or balloons. Mm. So it sounds like that that your passion for really entertaining just really dovetailed into owning this butcher shop. Yeah, it sounds like it really encompassed all those things that you love. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I actually a little follow up question on that would be, you know, as someone who I've, I've I haven't grown up or lived in a big city myself, but as someone who enjoys visiting big cities and and has always been kind of fascinated by how things are different like here when you go to the grocery store it's you know, you hop in the car and you go there in the big parking lot you park and you you go in you do your stuff you come out in a big city that's not the way it's going to work you're you're not going to just drive down and there's a huge parking lot like like when i visited brooklyn i was it shocked me to go and find a grocery store and it was just the corner of a block mm. and there's no parking lot <laughs> it's like yeah. there's nothing it's like you just go in and you do your stuff and then you got to find a way to get it all home so, so yeah and so did when you when you did this and this idea which i love what were some of the challenges or did it just sort of like all click to you about how to take that bodega experience and have it in maine in an area where it's not just people are walking by necessarily they're 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 driving there yeah well my dad lives in madrid in spain and in madrid they go and they buy their meat in one place, their bread in another place, and they get the best of the best from all different places. And Mm -hmm. in New York, I was the same way. And I loved those smaller shops that had super quality cold cuts and really good meat and really good sides. And I just didn't see that here in Maine. And that's what I was trying to create, like Mm -hmm. a place that had specialty stuff that you're not 
necessarily going to find in Hannaford and Shaw's. So I, a lot of the stuff I carry isn't carried at those places and it's all um, either locally owned or woman owned, or there's some stuff that's veteran owned that I feel good about the stuff that I support. And I feel like you can come to my shop and feel good about where you're getting your food because mm. I've mm. done the research and yeah. it's either really good for you or it's from Maine, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's great. That is awesome. It's, and I like how you said it's, it's you're, you want to create this kind of experience when people come in. And so they, they have this opportunity to get all of those things that they need, you know, whether it's really good uh, meat or good bread or just things for entertaining, um, that sort of thing. So that's really cool. Yeah. So what is it about owning your own business that was so appealing to you? Well, I was really lucky enough to be able to be a stay-at-home mom when I moved to Maine. So I had worked my whole life from, you know, babysitting in middle school and having high school and college jobs. And when I moved to Maine, I got to be a stay-at-home mom for a few years. And that was the best experience ever because to this day, my most important job is as being a mom. And I, when I was going, thinking about going back to the workforce, I didn't want to lose all these wonderful experiences that I've been able to do. I Mm -hmm. get to coach Striders, the running team that my kids are on. And I get to volunteer doing junior achievement at the school. I love volunteering at the school and I can't wait for COVID restrictions to be let up. And I wanted to have a job that allowed me to make my own schedule. Also, I have a child with autism and I think it's really important to be very flexible so I can get to all of his appointments. So that was the number one thing is I really wanted that flexible schedule. But I also Mm. wanted something where I would be able to give back to my community. And I felt like in doing this kind of business model, I am supporting local farmers. I'm supporting Mm. local companies that make salsa and make cheese. I am supporting women business owners and I am choosing like who I do business with. Um, And therefore it's very fulfilling to me. And that, that was just like some of the reasons I really wanted to, to be my own boss. That's Mm. so cool. And it's, it's awesome that, that, that this business allows you to do that. Absolutely. That's so cool. Yeah. Now, I mean, and obviously, you know, that giving back, is is that something that has always kind of been a passion for you? Or is that something that just as you've as you've been able to get into this business that sort of was like, okay, this is something I really want to focus on? That has always been a part of my life. My great great grandmother started a foundation called the Marsha Brady Tucker Foundation. And that is a foundation that she took all of her money and she did something crazy. She didn't give it to her family. She instead started a family foundation. And we meet twice a year to decide where that money goes. I've been on this foundation since I was 18. And I've been lucky enough to be able to write hundreds of grants. And um, to write a grant, I always try to choose something that either I've been involved with or I've given money to. And so since a really young age, I looked up to all these members of my family who have done the research and found things that they're passionate about. And that's always been a very important thing for me. And Mm -hmm. in doing this business, I've been able to partner with 
people like Woodford Family Services and, mm-hmm. you know, school wrestling teams. And um, so, cool. so I, I wanted that to be a part of my business model, too. Mm, I love that. And it's just so cool how you started that. It's how your family kind of instilled that in you at such a young age. And now you're just carrying that through. And it really it's wonderful because I have a, a matching thing at my foundation where if I give $100, I can match it times four. So Mm. I'm able to do these amazing little projects. Um, Mm. Like at Falmouth Elementary School right now, we I'm doing a matching grant for these communication boards for the playground. Um, So non speaking, uh, autistic children can use them to communicate better with their peers and their teachers. And I wouldn't be able myself to fund that. But with Mm -hmm. a four to one match, I am. And it's just amazing. And I'm so grateful to be a part of this foundation. And I wanted to bring that into my business to be a Mm -hmm. place that is a leader in my community, and that supports my community that welcomes Mm -hmm. all. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, that's I'm I'm blown away by that honestly. I because I think I think we can get caught up too much in thinking like how how do you contribute to something really big and I love how these are they're not I mean they're not little projects, but I don't want to say that because you know, anything that helps somebody else shouldn't yeah. isn't a little thing, but they're they they're these smaller local projects that can yeah, have a that. huge impact on people in that community and that's that's such a a wonderful thing that you're doing there. Mm. Yeah, it's great and um, I just started doing this this Facebook group I found. It's like Maine Food Assistance, where mm-hmm. when I have extra food, I can just message them and they'll come pick it up. And there's they have wonderful volunteers that will collect these things and make meals and give them out. So I love that I can just be a little part of that where I can just give food that is not going to be used for us. And other volunteers can take that and make them into meals to give out. That's so awesome. That is that is really cool. So, cool. so a question that we that we really like to ask, and mm-hmm. I'm always curious about this myself, uh, is how do you define success, either professionally, personally, or even both? Well, um, success for me is just being able to have quality time with my family mm-hmm. and to support them in the things that they need, and um, so that flexibility is really amazing for me. And that makes me feel successful because I can be there for them. I'm really excited. I have a new employee starting today, which means I won't be working six days a week anymore. And Mm -hmm. I am able to pick up my daughter from school today Mm. and take her to basketball. And that is success to me. And I also think it's wonderful to be able to Make the schedule so my employees can have that flexibility too. Do they need to go on vacation? Then I can work the extra hours. Um, So I want to create a place where I have happy employees. Like Mm -hmm. I've had several jobs where I did not like my boss. And I remember having a job where I asked for vacation days and my boss said no. And it was a wedding that I was in. So Mm. I wanted to never do that. And um, I really want to just create a place that is where my my employees are happy and um, that my family is happy because they get to see enough of me. Mm, That's Mm. huge. Yeah, that is that is is important. I mean, yeah, it's 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 so cool. So what is what would you say, Tiffany, is 
what is the biggest lesson that you've learned in the past year or past couple of years? A really big lesson I've learned is to not let anyone pigeonhole you or tell you what you can or cannot do. I had someone tell me early on when I wanted to make these amazing cookies, uh, they said, you know, you're a butcher shop, not a bakery, and Mm -hmm. kept shutting it down. And um, as soon as I realized, you know, I am a butcher shop, but this is my butcher shop, and Mm -hmm. these cookies are amazing. And who, we also have an amazing deli and people buy chocolate bars all the time. Why wouldn't they buy a delicious homemade cookie? And we mm-hmm. just installed a commercial kitchen, which allows me to make them there. And um, we started making these amazing Jared Darley chocolate chip cookies and they're selling great. So I'm hungry now. And <laughs> not listening to the naysayers and yeah. telling me what I can and cannot do. I've had People say, why are you selling mugs? Why do you have cocktail napkins? And because they're funny and they bring smiles to people's faces. I sit in my office sometimes and I watch people come in the shop on the security cameras and I love seeing people come in and read the little sayings on them and smile Mm -hmm. and laugh and show their friend the funny thing they saw. And Mm -hmm. to me, it actually doesn't matter if they bought it or not because it puts them in a good mood. It puts mm. them in a good space coming into the store. I love having fun music on and um, positive just vibes going on in the shop. Mm. So I've been more and more making this shop my own. Um, yeah. I love decorating for the holidays and it's my shop mm. and I love Easter and yeah. I want to decorate for Easter and mm. I love all of the holidays and um, I think it brings a lot of positivity when you come in and see these colorful decorations. It's a woman-owned butcher shop, and I think it looks like that. And cool. it's very friendly. I have small children, so I have a children's section. I have mm-hmm. a little kid's grill with little plastic meats and a little kid's little Fun. shopping cart area where you can do buy your um, meats and check out. So I wanted a place where parents could come and sit and eat their sandwich. And with small children, it's really hard at a restaurant when the kids just want to run around. Well, there's a space for for those kids at my shop. Mm-hmm. So awesome. I just wanted it to be very welcoming to mm-hmm. to everyone. Yeah, that's so cool. It's so important that when you mm. have that dream and that have that vision to stay focused and not to listen to, you know, like you said, the naysayers, like mm-hmm. um, you're you're creating something that you're passionate about and that's going to show, you know, that's it's, it's going to show it shows through. I've been in your shop and it's amazing and I love it. I love the fact that it's it's very unique. You know, it's not just a butcher shop. It truly is going into an experience. There's so many great things to, to look at and to choose. And so it is it is an experience and you have created an experience. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's what I'm going for. Now, the, the question I have is, where were you making those cookies before you had the commercial kitchen? Well, I wasn't allowed to make the cookies until I had the commercial kitchen. Yeah. But, oh, okay. um, yeah. But as soon as I got them, the commercial kitchen, then I could start making them. And yeah. I love a good homemade cookie and they actually sell really well. So I'm not just a butcher shop. I'm also a great deli. I really mm. missed my New York City style sandwiches with tons of meat in them and mm. all natural ingredients. And I have those. And I love going into a place where they have really good, you know, jellies and, mm-hmm. and marineras and local 
salsas and stuff. I love cheese. I have a great selection of cheeses from all over Maine. Is it lunchtime yet? I'm like, you're making my mouth water. So I have to ask this because I know you make sandwiches. Tell us about some of the more popular, like what are some of the popular sandwiches that you guys make? Because I know you make some really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, so tell us what, what some of those are. Well, our hamburgers are amazing. They are, I really think, some of the best in Maine. And what makes them so good is that we make them with our steak tips and all the mm-hmm. steaks that we cut. And those are all grade A beef. And we also, mm. that's mostly what we sell is that kind of meat. So we grind the meat every other day. So it's super fresh and it's antibiotic, hormone-free and local meat. And mm-hmm. you can try our burgers on Mondays for just $5, which oh, wow. is crazy cheap That's for crazy. a like delicious burger. We get our bread from LaMarca and it comes in every day fresh. Um, so our burgers, I think, are top notch. I also mm-hmm. love our pulled pork sandwich. I eat one and I can't eat for like five hours. It's on a <laughs> cheddar focaccia and um, it, the the pork is made in house and, and it's got, um, barbecue sauce and pickles and mustard. And it is so good. Todd's crying over here. (laughs) I'm weak in the knees. honestly. I I had breakfast and yet it's, I'm getting hungry right now. (laughs) And I love our chicken salad. It's so good. And it's, I think it's the, it's the chicken. Like once you yeah. go to good all natural chicken, it's mm-hmm. really hard yeah. to go back. And we have our own house seasoning on it and we grill it and it's just delicious. And I'm super lucky to have an amazing staff. I've got a woman named Talisha. She is a rock star. She mm-hmm. has four kids, single mom, and she just kills it. She's awesome. like makes everything and it's all so delicious. I've got um, an amazing butcher, Chris, who just has such skills and such a wonderful personality and and is so welcoming. And I am really just very blessed to have awesome. such an amazing staff. And I, mm. I have a new um, uh, person, Jordan, who is great. And he has a lot of great experience with, with marketing and he's helping me on all fronts. And he's my manager and I'm and I'm really lucky to have a new person coming in today whose name is Ben, and he's got great um, ideas because we're now making prepared foods to go. That's great. So I'm really excited to expand on that. That's great. Yeah, tell us. So you you could because you have the commercial kitchen now. It's just it's opened up some things for you. So as far as the prepared foods, can you just tell us some of the stuff that you'll be doing with that, and so that people know, you know, yeah. um, what that's all about. Well, we had a. Um, a wild mushroom ravioli. It's a fresh ravioli with this truffle butter that is amazing. And I'm really proud of that one. We have a really good meatball. We have a lasagna roll-up that I, we tried out all these sauces and we ended up sticking with a very simple, clean sauce. And I love the simplicity of it because I picture it as a side to go Mm. with meat that is being bought. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to be starting to do these slow cooker meals mm-hmm. and the idea behind that, everything will be cryovac, the meat and then the sauce, and you will just dump it right into the slow cooker. Five mm-hmm. hours later, 
dinner for four. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Mm. It's so convenient. So people can just go over. If they don't have to think about dinner, they can just go over, pick up their meal for the evening and just uh, in, in, you know, it makes it easy. It makes it easy yeah. for people that are busy um, or if they want to have like a Sunday dinner, like you said. So that's really cool. Yeah. And, and we are, we're working on these. They're going to be coming out really soon. And what I was picturing is all these parents that are working from home and have their kids around more and they're just so busy. And mm-hmm. I just love the smell of this chicken parm slow cooker meal that we have just cooking all day. It smells so amazing. And I think it really makes a difference when you have that good quality chicken. And we have Mm -hmm. a healthy Mediterranean chicken, slow cooker meal, and a a Tuscan chicken one, and a just a simple beef stew with main potatoes and main beef carrots. And um, it's Super I'm coming simple. over today. I'm coming good. over to get lunch today. I'm like so hungry. <laughs> I'm getting labels made, and those are going to be coming out really soon. That's awesome. I'm going to start gnawing on my keyboard I any minute too. right now. Listen, you've had breakfast. I haven't, okay? Well, I'm over here salivating. And whose fault was that? Yes. All right. Enough about, enough about our appetite and stomachs. <laughs> um, <laughs> Back back to the interview. Another question that we really enjoy asking, because again, this is always uh, a lot of fun for us to hear, is uh, who or what inspires you? Again, either professionally or personally. So I have joined a group called BNI um, in the Portland Business Builders Group, and they have been so amazing. I've been in it for about a year, and they inspire me every day. What's really wonderful about this group is that we have people from everything, from Julianist HVAC and Keenan Technologies, and we have the Messy Cookie. So we have all these different wonderful businesses, and I get to meet with them on one-on-ones and learn from their business, and it's about lifting each other up. That's so so cool. when the tide rises, all the boats rise. And yeah. I have been so inspired by learning about their businesses and how they make their businesses work and then being able to refer people to them. And then it comes right back at you. I get referrals from my BNI group all the time and they come and they've been so supportive of me. And I, I just have been so inspired learning about somebody that sells insurance and someone in finance. And yeah, I I love it. That's so cool. Yeah, that's great. So we always like to ask this because I'm a Mena. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Todd, Todd's from away, but we won't talk about that. What is your, what's your favorite part of, of living in Maine? I would say the people. Mm. Like coming from New York City, I remember when I first got here and we went out to dinner and I asked my husband, why is why is the waitress talking so much? Like, why are they talking to us? And he said, this is what it's like here, you know? And I now am that person that like talks to everybody. And Mm -hmm. I own a shop where I love to meet and talk to everyone. I love to talk to my customers and hear what their needs are and their wants are. And I get to meet people from all over the place with all different interests. And I love that. And I really love the outdoors. It's just gorgeous here. I remember when I first moved from New York City and my first night in the house, I looked outside and there were these shadows from the trees. And I said, where's the street light? Where's this light coming from? There's making these shadows. I couldn't figure it out. And it was the moon. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then oh, I freaked so out cool. there was like footprints in our, our snow. <laughs> and my husband was like, no, that's deer. So <laughs> it's just a beautiful state. And I love being able to yeah. go sledding in my backyard with my children and go for bike rides. I love photography. So I love to take pictures of my children, especially. And I love two light parks and the Crescent Beach and Willard Beach mm. and so many wonderful parks and beaches in, in Maine. And I, mm. I love having people come visit me because I'm so proud of my state. And I, yeah. I know that we'll be here for the rest of our lives. Yay. That is awesome. Yay. I so love it. plenty of sandwiches to go around yes. for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tiffany, thank you so much for, for taking time out of your day and talking with us. We really appreciate it. We'll be sure that we have uh, a link to Grady's Butcher, uh, the, your website, as well as, uh, you know, all the social media contact and phone number and all of that. And, uh, you know, as, as someone who has who has sampled it, and Kim especially, who has who's been in there more than I have because, yes. you know, she goes to lunch without me. Um, I <laughs> I know that we can both vouch for how good things are there and, and how what a nice atmosphere it is that you set up there. Um, so be sure to go and, and visit Tiffany and say hello. And, uh, you know, thank you once again just yes, for, for doing so this. We really appreciate it. Thank you so today. much for having me. We really, we really appreciate it. We wish you all the success in your business. And if anyone's listening, go check out Grady's Butcher. And they have find our amazing coupons. stuff. I was going to also say, you can find our coupons and keep it local. That's right. That right. <laughs> yes, online and in the publication. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, you have a great Thank day, Thank you so Tiffany. much, Thank Tiffany. you. Thank you. Thank you again to our sponsor, Fabian Oil. Be sure to contact them for all your propane and heating oil needs using the information in the show notes. And thank you for listening. Thank you.